Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. that one i don't know it's been a very long week and it's just wednesday it's just wednesday but just wednesday it's been a very long week so you're telling me it's just wednesday and all you can muster up is a ring 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 ring. oh that's a little bit of a whiny ring that's a sad ring just a little bit whiny (laughs) you know it was hot yesterday today is like perfect weather but i haven't caught up yet well, I know, and it, it's, you know, today's little breeze, and it's just, we can feel a little touch of fall and all of that, but it's like, I'm so worn out. It is great weather. It's probably the low 70s, I'm guessing. There's a breeze. Oh, it's wonderful. But yeah, like you, I'm, I'm wore out. What mm-hmm. I'm thinking right now is, since this podcast is over, I'm just going to take a nap. Okay. That's right. Just a little nap. I a think little, you should. I think you should. I definitely or think I you should. Or I have to start cooking supper. Mm. Oh, there goes a yawn, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, now I feel great. Got She's some oxygen in my lungs. Oh, uh, well. How are y'all doing? Are you wore out, too? I think a lot of our listeners might be right on the edge and worn uh, out right now. And I got disaster overload. Oh, I just, I'm pitiful. Just pitiful. Well, between harvest, which is not stressful, but it's busy. It's very busy. And all the just craziness in the world. It's just, just, yeah. And And I went out yesterday and I harvested, I don't know, about 10 pounds of grapes. Mm. So those are all in my refrigerator, and something has to be done with them now. (laughs) So I have grapes. I have about um, maybe a couple pounds of jalapenos that I'm going to turn into cowboy candy. Oh. Do you know what that is? Never heard of it. Candied jalapenos. Candied jalapenos? Oh, my gosh. They're so good. They're sweet and hot, which is one of my favorite combinations. So i got to make some cowboy candy. Uh What else have I got? Oh, anyway. Can't think about it. Can't think about canning. Tired of canning already. It's that time of year you're ragged and just run a little thin, and we're all gearing up for the fall. We I keep are. thinking about it. Oh, the fall is going to be so nice. It, it is. is. It is going to be nice. You know, except I for all that election malarkey. But if you just keep the TV and the radio off, I think you'd be okay. Well, that's the thing. As long as I'm not tied into what's going on, right. I'm just fine. I can say, "Oh, the weather is nice," and I can, right. you know, <laughs> go on about my day. But the weather's nice. I still got to sort a few boxes of papers that need to just go in the burn pile. But <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. What was that? There was a song. The weather is here. I wish you were beautiful. <laughs> Who sang that? Is that Jimmy Buffett? I think it was. Golly. It's the Jimmy Buffett time of year. Weather is here. I wish you were beautiful. I wish you were beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's, you know it's time to get on to the music project, too. It is. It is time. I, mean, I feel it. Been, y'all don't know, but before we got started, <laughs> we were making a list of all of our projects. And I was just like, uh, ah, ah, ah. But yeah, we've been talking about doing, doing a CD for so long. 
So long. And it's overdue, and it, it needs to happen. It we, needs to happen. We just need to get Craig up here and have Mr. Craig and Mr. Selby and sing some songs and singing songs about Southland. <laughs> you're, you're, is that, I guess. Sweet Home Alabama. I was going to say, is that Leonard Skinner? Yeah. That's Every funny. once in a while, I'm telling you, like, I'm a, I'm a diehard classical music person. Some came on to, oh, Carmina Buran, I was like, oh, yes. But here's the other thing. Sometimes I just have to have a whole lot of Skinner. A whole lot of Skinner. Not just like, oh, that was a pretty song. Oh, I love Sweet Home But no, I don't have me hardcore Skinner. I dig it. I had a friend who was a foodie. Yeah. She was very much a foodie. She was always talking her foodie, talking all that stuff. Anyway, at some point one evening when I was over there, and this had been a few years back, she kind of forgot herself and and told me to go into the refrigerator and uh, and and get something. So I did, and her refrigerator was full of some of the gnarliest bachelor food ever. <laughs> it was like some crap I would not eat. Oh boy, hot pockets was it? She had no. She had uh, she had Bunker Hill chili and oh, uh, some sort of uh, it was like a meat meatloaf but it wasn't meatloaf it was like pimento ham or oh, something like it's all smushed cheese. together yeah mm. oh, it's, oh. South <laughs> meat. Oh. here we are back on food i don't even know how that happened but she was she did finally confess that her favorite thing to do was get castleberry stew uh-huh and a piece of white bread and she would eat that on the sandwich <laughs> with Vienna sausages. I and believe like, you meant really? to say Vienna sausages. Vienna. Vienna. <laughs> Who did on? One of my kids oh, said Vienna sausages. My, my grandfather did that. He called Vienna. They called him Vienna sausages. <laughs> and yeah. he, was a, he was originally from Georgia. And he would call it Albany, Georgia. He uh, lived not too far from Albany, Georgia. Albany. Albany. Oh, that's cool. I've never heard it called Albany, that. Albany, Georgia. Yeah. But that's her dark side. That was this gal's dark side yeah. was her her food that she would eat. And it was weird to watch her talk about it because it was it was similar to watching people confess their their sexual fetish or something, you know. <laughs> and my fetish is I like a bologna sandwich with mayonnaise on white bread. <laughs> <laughs> on plain old white bread. Yeah, I totally would eat that though. Would you? A bologna sandwich yeah, Oh yeah, a bologna sandwich, yeah. yeah. That used to be, I would eat a bologna sandwich with cheese and a big giant tomato. I can tell you what's killing me right now is probably Kraft is doing this grilled cheese sandwich, bunch of commercials, and it's just this voiceover talking about something, and then they're grilling a grilled cheese sandwich. Every time I watch that, I want, I don't want a grilled cheese sandwich right now. <laughs> Could I just have a grilled cheese sandwich? Oh, it's very effective advertising. And, and tomato soup. Ooh, and tomato soup. And then you'd be back in school. Uh-huh. And the only thing left would be square pizza. <laughs> or those weird brownies that were kind of like fudge. Oh, the no-bake cookies is yeah, what those were. Oh, those were very weird. They were weird, but you get used to them after a while. Yeah. You can still find them. Did you know that? Oh, well, I have a really good recipe for those no-bake. We call them creature cookies because a friend of mine gave me the recipe, and they called them, in her house, they called them preacher cookies. Because oh. when the preacher just called and was going to drop by, that was something you could put together really fast. Oh, gotcha. So they called them preacher cookies. Well, preacher don't come to my house because <laughs> I am the preacher. 
So I call them creature cookies. Creature cookies. But they're those peanut butter, yep. cocoa butter, and then you throw a whole bunch of oatmeal yes, in. You stir it up and then they're drop cookies. Yep. Oh, yeah. I need my weight in those. Could you really? Oh, yeah. I love them. <laughs> well, I love them a lot. I don't know if you remember or ever knew, but... As an adult, as a as a grown-up in this county, at one time, and I don't know if you still can, but you could go to the school and buy a school lunch. Yes. Like if you I, wanted square pizza really bad. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine you can't do that anymore, but my, um, my yeah. boss at the bookstore where I worked, his wife was a school teacher, and we were very near an elementary school, and he went out for lunch every day. He never brought his lunch. And she said to him, why don't you just go up to the school and they would give you lunch because I work in the school system. I just get lunch. And he just had this look on his face like, I do not want school lunch. I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> so, sorry. I'll just go up to the lunch counter and have me a sandwich up there. That's right. I'll pay a big price. <laughs> a big price. It's Eckerd's lunch counter. At the Eckerd's counter. Gosh. Yes. Did you ever have a, a lunch counter that you ate at around here? Oh, well, I ate at that one when I worked at the bookstore. But then my grandmother worked for Eckerd's for me. She retired from oh. there. And the one out on Patton Avenue by mm -hmm. the Kmart, yep. that was the last one she worked in. That was 24-hour one. Yes, and, uh, and we would go, I would go there sometimes if she had to work on Sunday for a half day. And, um, and I would have lunch at the lunch counter <laughs> while she was working. I, I would. I went to the lunch counter. It wasn't really a counter. It was a place called Jose and Dolores's. Oh yeah, boy, that was a little um, hole in the wall. Hey, hey, and then Road. it moved across the road. And that was the end of it, I think. Well, I or was didn't, it? Didn't uh, Jose die? Yeah, don't know. I'm pretty sure. Now somebody will be hearing this and they'll correct it, but I'm pretty sure I heard Jose died and Dolores held it together as long as she could. Uh. But then I can't remember. If she had a health. Issue. I don't remember. I don't remember. But it was in the place where that uh, that really fancy Mexican restaurant is now. Yes. It's called something. Something. Something neo Azteca. <laughs> Do not know. Fusion fission taco place. When it's like that. that fancy, I just who can remember. Yeah. <laughs> and when I have to go into a restaurant and there's on the board the goddamn chalkboard just like school. And first, I got to pick my protein. Then I got to pick my sides, and then I just want to sit at a damn table like a grown-up and have somebody put a piece of laminated paper in front of me, and I just run my finger up and down until I go here. I'd like to have this taco salad, please, with chicken <laughs> and an unsweet tea. That's what I like to have. I don't want to have to stand in line. And figure out all the permutations. Just bring me some damn lunch. Every possible combination. God. Well, right now I'd settle for having a restaurant that I felt comfortable going into. Oh, me too. You know, me I too. mean, I know that there's a lot of contactless delivery. I see businesses yeah. that are adapting to this, whatever this is. Yeah. You know, and they're changing the way that they do things. And they're the ones that have a better chance of making it, obviously. Yeah, I but just, I'm not there yet. I'm not, and I do miss being able to go into a restaurant or feel like I could just go wherever. That well, feeling is yeah, gone, I think. It is gone. And, well, we were laughing about it last week when we were all here working like dogs, cleaning up, and Raven was here cleaning out the basement so we put in a root cellar. 
and you went out and you came back with two big sacks full of food from Arby's. Yep. And that was the first thing I had eaten since March that did not that I didn't cook in my kitchen. I know. And that's got to be just after and a while. I'm, I'm telling you, it tasted like I was having lunch at the Grove Park mm -hmm. Dam. I get that. I get that. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> now it was like, now all I think about is, mmm, that Arby's Reuben was pretty darn good. I might have to get me one of those sometimes. Get me one. Well, I, I don't have any desire to go into. It's like I drive by and I see these places and they're just packed. And I don't even want to go and get it to go anything from them. It's like, no, I don't want to. It looks to me, it feels like COVID central. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have not seen my precious child, the fruit of my loins, the love of my heart, since March the 14th. And wow. I talked to her on the phone. Wow. And we text each other. We do all that stuff. Um, but I was talking to her yesterday, and I said, just, just come on up here. Just come on. Because... Because she's worried she's going to get us sick. Because she, you know, she works in a plant. So they don't do anything too COVID careful. And I said, just come on up here. Come on. And I'll, I don't know, put, I'll, I'll put a, like a garbage bag over you so I can hug you. And she was like, Mom, no, no. Hmm. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm jonesing for some things now that before, you know, I was writing a book, two books. Mm -hmm. Doing some other, I got some more writing projects to do this month, and then gardening. But now I'm like, I'm done with this. All you people not wearing masks, put your damn mask on so we can get out of this mess. Start getting back our life again. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I've done this. It just sounds so weird. Since we all got locked down in March, I've been keeping a, a journal, a diary, plague plague diary. It's not very interesting. I tell, talk about the weather, yeah. but I've been tracking how many people die. Oh, yeah. And at first, I just did the national numbers. And then I thought, no, I want to know about North Carolina and then Buncombe County. So I tracked those numbers every day. And so for a while, things were going down, especially in North Carolina. We were doing good because our governor has been really pretty stellar. And then suddenly, it all shot up again. Mm. And we got Labor Day weekend coming up. I know. Well, see, it shot up because of July. That's right. And we got uh, the town's full of tourists. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, I know. I know. I didn't mean to talk about any of this, y'all. I'm so sorry. Well, we were going to talk about something like jelly or the damn groundhog. Let's talk about the groundhog. Oh, that's right. We you can talk about the mortality rate of groundhog around here. Tell me. Tell them about the baby groundhog you saw. Oh, hey. It was well. I don't know how baby it was, but it was about a third of the size of the of the <laughs> that hangs out here. <laughs> it was the a former, former, the former one, the one that we are pretty sure is gone uh, for good. And so I'm assuming that that might be the child of the one that's gone for good. I don't know. Sweet but child it, of mine. We're not sweet. I'm not. I'm not inclined to. To be all happy about them anymore like I used to just go oh look how cute they are they're so cute aren't they adorable like, when they don't yeah. live in your basement it makes it easy when they're not digging up the foundation of the home then yeah you don't mind them so much but when they're just by the side of the road going hey give me a carrot or whatever it is they eat <laughs> when they're just hitching a ride looking for carrots y'all just look I know I'm a groundhog but I ain't ugly like a possum. Yeah. Just give me a ride. Give Come me a, on. Or toss me a carrot. <laughs> or a little Debbie. <laughs> Do a rodent a solid. Give me a ride. <laughs> Would Come you? On. Would you? 
Hell no, no I would not. You know how I feel about Grandma. <laughs> I know. That they I'm, are delicious. I'm, I'm joining you in your opinions of groundhogs, although I don't know about the delicious part. Well, you know me. I'll eat Viena sausages, so <laughs> I, I have no taste. Oi, oi, oi. Well, I think your taste is fine. I think that you're just worn a little thin. <laughs> it's because you've canned thin. everything in the world. My God, I got on the scales yesterday, and I went, that cannot be right. Because I do nothing but drink liquor and eat <laughs> all how can I possibly be losing weight? But it's cause I just I'm sick of my own cooking. Yeah. And I'm sick of not no variate. I mean I do lots of variations on what it is we eat, but I'm just it's like oh God, I gotta go home from here and make some supper. Oh God, what am I gonna do? Cause I'd be perfectly happy with some crackers and cheese. But I'm married to an Italian man. <laughs> he is not happy with crackers and cheese. I have a friend who. Does not consider it a real meal unless you have an entree and either two, three, or more sides with it. Now, he's got children, and so that's got something to do with it because he's like, no, my children will get a meal like this every time. Well, but that just feels like pressure to me. That's good, and it's especially <laughs> good if that person is the one cooking it. Well, and he does. He's yeah. the one who cooks it, yeah. yeah. And But, yeah, it just feels like pressure to me. I could live on sandwiches. I could. Well, I, I don't, yeah, I don't need a lot of sandwiches except for grilled cheese now. I'm obsessed with <laughs> Now you're obsessive. Because, you know, I do that low-carb thing. I don't do too much bread, but I found a, a bread at uh, Aldi, of all places, that once you take away all the fiber content, it's only got about, I think, five and a half carbs per slice. Oh, that's not bad. So you can have a whole sandwich, two slices well. of bread, all the cheese in the middle and lots of butter and... Greasy, melty, delicious. <laughs> and it sounds good. I think I might need to go get me some supper. How about you? <laughs> Are you feeling hungry? Yeah, I've got I've got green beans and mm. sliced tomatoes and cucumbers and cornbread for supper tonight. Oh my goodness, that sounds so good. That's one of my favorites. I'm gonna be slicing up I've got a big old eggplant. I'm gonna slice mm. that up and dip it in uh panko. Mm. Not John Panko, our friend. <laughs> I'm going to dip it in those, you know, crumbs. I'm going to fry that up and I'll do something with it. I don't know. I love me some fried eggplant. I, honestly, I, I had fried okra and squash the other day. I about ate it until I foundered on it. Really? It so good. <laughs> I've never had fried eggplant. Oh, I've it's only so had it grilled. Good. Oh, it's good grilled, too. No, I like eggplant. It doesn't have a whole lot of flavor, really. The way my friend Craig makes it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know Craig. Craig is oh, the one. Craig of Sun Slice Records? Yes, Craig Bye, of Sun Craig. Slice. Go ahead and do the ad here, Craig. Go ahead. We'll wait. Okay, good. Yes, I know Craig. <laughs> yes, um, that's how he makes it. He slices it up. It's mm -hmm. about that yay thick, like mm -hmm. a steak. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's so good. Yeah, Boy, and here we are talking mm -hmm. about food. We talk about food all the time. We talk about other subjects, and we'll get to them. That is why we have got to do, in among all of our other projects, the, the Weird cookbook. Mountain Cookbook. Yes, we should. Because every time I post something, like I posted a picture of frying that damn okra the other day, and some sweet young thing said, well, could I have the recipe for that? And I was like, <laughs> well, you wash it, you cut the ends off, you cut it up, wash it again, let it drain. Put it, dredge it in some cornmeal, throw it in some hot oil, 
stir it around till it's crispy, drain it, eat it. I mean, it's not, I didn't really have a recipe for it. And she was like, oh, thank you very much. So I think there's all kinds of people out there who love the idea of like Southern or Mountain cooking, but it feels intimidating to them. It may be. So we ought to do us a little bitty cookbook, that a little online cookbook that people could download that has a section of the red, the desserts we talk about and, you know, five different kinds of cornbread and how to make pinto beans and all let's that kind it. of stuff. That'd be fun to do. We don't like that. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. An online version where they yeah, download they it and then print it? Yeah, it. That'd be easy. And then they could have it. Yeah. Oh, that's an awesome idea. That wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm good with I that. I bet thought. you know how to do the technology of that. I might be able to figure it out. And I could write all the recipes like take a knob of butter, <laughs> throw it in a pan. A knob of butter. <laughs> that's what I said. I oh, was like cooking. I said, well, first take a knob of butter. I was making the cream corn. Put a knob of butter in there. Make sure you knock you, you know, knock the kernels off the cob. Throw in some flour. Make a roux. You throw it in. Put some cream. Roll it around. Too much pepper. Yeah, you're done. Is Dredge it. it. Is it tem- Is it tender? Does it taste good? Eat it. Eat it. Yeah. yeah. Do you say founder? Oh, you mean like if you eat too much of something? You're oh, gonna yeah. founder. I get foundered on stuff yeah. a lot because yeah. I get. Well, I got a little bit found today on a great big old salad because mm. I thought I was making a salad for two, and then uh, the other person in my house said, "No, nah, I don't want any salad." Well, I'd already put the dressing on it, so you know if it stays very long with dressing on yeah. it, it's not very good. It's I thought, good. "No, I can eat all that. That's lettuce from the garden and tomatoes from the garden, and it'll be very delicious." And by the time I got the end of it, I was like, "Oh God, oh, what have I done?" <laughs> Oh, so I was a little bit foundered on that. So I won't have a salad tonight. Ooh, I'm going to definitely have a salad tomorrow. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Because I'll have one tomorrow. Okay. All right, then. Well, call me. Let me know what your I'll, salad I'll, is like. Oh, it needs to be lettuce and, you know, <laughs> chocolate and lettuce. Chocolate and lettuce. Wash it off good. Make sure there ain't no sand in it or silt or nothing. Chop it up if you want to. I don't know. We didn't do very many salads back in the day. Salads no. were just not done back no, in the day. No, it was not a big thing. I'm, I remember my daddy liked, uh, he cut like a wedge of iceberg lettuce and put a big old dollop of mayonnaise on it. <laughs> that was his idea of a salad. Of a salad. So, when you know, there was all that fancy uh, restaurant stuff where you could get a wedge of iceberg lettuce that was grilled or yes, something like that. in the like, early 2000s, oh, yes. Oh, my dad would have loved that, but he would not have wanted to pay $12 for a wedge no. of damn Iceberg lettuce. Iceberg lettuce, yeah, no, no. No, with a little something down on the bottom. Well, we ate much more cabbage than lettuce, that's yes, what I would say. Yes, so. Well, cabbage is a good keeper. Yeah. And lettuce is not a good keeper. Mm-hmm. I it mean, iceberg not. lettuce, which has no nutritional value, keeps pretty well. But, I mean, leaf lettuce, that can go, that goes pretty fast. Yeah, it does. So. Yeah, I love cabbage. I do, too. That's yeah. another thing I need to do is get busy making kraut. I haven't done my kraut yet. This is pickle bean time. Mm-hmm. I'm it excited is. about. I, I'm telling you, my my kids folks this year are outdoing themselves, and I'm sitting here not doing anything except waiting for it to happen. Do Isn't that hands awful? Out like, oh, thank yes. you. Yes, that was exactly what I was on to eat today. Some That's bean. what I'm doing. Well, now I have my years when I'm the one that does do what I dehydrate yeah. stuff or yeah. whatever, and that could still happen this year. I doubt it will, but. 
It could still. Well, this year has been the year, first year I've been home in a long time. You have been so, busy. You so have stayed been, so busy. And I've been doing all those things I haven't been able to do in several years because I haven't been home. Mm-hmm. And even, even, even when I'm stressed, even when I'm pulled too thin, even when I've got a hundred projects going on, I still, for some reason, have noticed the season this year, the weather mm-hmm. this year, the things that I noticed back before I got so busy in yeah. the business world and then yeah. retired from it. And now it's like, well, I remember this is the way it used to be that I could notice the seasons changing. Yeah, it's like, important. It's mm-hmm. so important. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think that I got away from it a little bit, and I'm glad that I'm going back to it. Well, I think a lot of us have gotten away from it because our lives get consumed up with electronics and I mean certainly right now you know zoom (laughs) meetings and phone podcasts I'm doing a pod not our podcast but another podcast tonight I mean that's I'm so glad we can stay in touch yeah but as far as being able to ground into the world that is that nourishes and nurtures us that's important for us as humans as little furry animals. My friend said the other day that we're missing, people are missing smiles. And a lot of oh. us can't see that because yeah. everybody's wearing masks. And I agree. Yeah. I, I thought about that. And I agree. Everybody is missing. I think we're missing yeah. smiles and just some little things like that that are changing our world. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're working, though. And we're adapting. We're and we're trying it. to figure out how to smile with our eyes where we kind of crinkle up our eyes a little bit. <laughs> but what I've started to, to do is just say good morning or good afternoon to people. When normally I would have just looked at them maybe and smiled, like I acknowledge that you are a human yeah. in the same place I am a human. <laughs> but now they can't see me do that. So now I've just started speaking to people. So, well, good morning. And they'll, they'll look surprised. Like, oh, well, good morning. That's the thing to do. Huh, good morning. It feels very southern and very friendly. Yeah, because we used to be considered friendly here in the South. I don't know if we still are or not. That's a, a mythology. No, I do believe we are more friendly in the South. I think so. We have a we have a lower tolerance for rudeness too, and those are two different things. They're similar mm-hmm. but different. Our tolerance for rude people is different, yes. and what we consider to be rude is definitely different. Yes. Yeah. I remember going to New York City with my friend Jimmy one time, and we were driving around. We were in the back of a taxi, and we could tell the taxi driver just thought that we were idiots because of our southern accent, you know. And at one point, the guy pulled out in front of somebody else, and the people in the other taxi shot him a bird, and they said, you know, f*** you. Uh-huh. And crow, right, right, crow that, please, crow. So they said that, and I looked over at Jimmy and I said, "Well, look at that. Those people said thank you when he let them out." And, <laughs> and that guy thought that I was being serious, and he was busting. Oh my gosh, you are trying hilarious. Not to I was like, "Do you?" People around here actually are nice, aren't they? Oh. And Jimmy was like, shut up, Alicia. <laughs> anyway, he said, thank you. Anyway. Well, so, I, we were on our way to New York because, you know, my husband's family's from up there. And I had been very specific about where I wanted to drive. I did not want to be the person who was driving over the last bridge and right. into, into New York. And for some reason, 
that is exactly what happened. Oh. So he is asleep over here, and we are doing alternate merge at like the George Washington Bridge or Arizona or wherever. We're doing alternate merge, and this guy over here is not alternating merge with me. And my husband wakes up to me, and I've got the window rolled down, and I'm pounding on the side of this van and going, let me over. And Joe comes right away and he goes, what are you doing? Stop it, stop it, they will kill you. And, but the guy moved over. He moved over and I got in. This little woman is crazy. I, I better let her go. I am crazy. I'm a crazy driver. We've already established that. I thought you were, the few times I've ridden with you, you've been fine. Oh, well, yeah, because I haven't been crazy when I was riding with you. That's fine. When don't we start our tour of all of the tacky sites on the East Coast. Oh, I cannot wait. And then you will see me drive like I cannot man. wait. You'll be like, Sailor <laughs> Hell yes. Yes, I do. I'm ready right now. Uh, me too. Me too. I know. Let's go. I'm dying to go up to the tackiest place on the planet. Well, I don't know. But uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the Yellow Brick Road place. It's uh, only over yes. like three days over a year. Over at Forest City or something. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's like the Land of Oz. The Land of Oz, which is, I think it's up near Boone or something. And they're not, it's not really open all the time. It's open only by special, special <laughs> invitation or something. I think I can find out a little bit about that. My sister-in-law, oh, yes. Do you know someone who might know someone? It is highly possible that I might mm -hmm. be able to find out something about that. That is one of those North Carolina tourist things worth going to and worth Beach seeing. Mountain. It's up in Beach Mountain. Beach Mountain, yes. Yeah, I don't mind sending people over there. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's only open a... Yeah, we got to go there. In fact, we got to make the arrangement and say, we're going to do... Live broadcast from the land of Oz on our way to Dollywood. We could do it. We could do it. Well, I'm I'm about ready to go. I know I need to keep socially distant and all of I that. Know, but me too. I'm getting so tempted, and it's just I can do this. I can do this. I'm good. Well, and I've got this thing in September that is uh, out of state. That is a a live thing that I think I'm actually going to go to. Because I'm just, at this point, I don't have cabin fever exactly, but by God, to get out of the state of North Carolina for five minutes or five days might be really good. So, it might be. So we'll see. We'll see. It may open everything up, and then we'll be like, Dollywood, here we come. <laughs> Rock City, see, I think Rock I will. Yeah. Foxfire Museum, maybe. Oh, yeah. No, that'd be fun. I wouldn't mind doing that. that. That's not tacky, though. That's really cool. It is. How about the Museum of Appalachia? I can't remember if that's in Tennessee that's or Kentucky, in... but it's right, right up there. I don't know that place. I've never heard of it. And we can go. <laughs> There's so many places we can go. And y'all are going to be sending us more, I know. Isn't there some big, giant scripture on a hill uh, outside of Bryson City or something like that? Probably. We talked about that one probably. time. Probably. So we should do that, and then we should do... <laughs> Go stay in this land. Here's the other thing we ought to do. After we do all that fun stuff, we ought to do... I'll visit all the little porn shops all along <laughs> I-40 or someplace. Wouldn't that be hilarious? These two middle-aged women come in. <laughs> they would doing their, their live stream. Like, what? <laughs> We're doing a live stream from here. Is is the back room where there's all the videos? Because we like to see some of those. <laughs> 
You got, oh, you, God, we've got to do it. That would be so fun. I would if you would. I oh, would. you know I would. All right. I ain't got no shame. You know I would. <laughs> What's to be ashamed of? <laughs> We're doing a live broadcast from Fantasy Mountain where you triple X all girls. And we're girls, so we're going in. Is that is that a fire hydrant? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get me some of those stockings, but they've already got runs in them. I don't think I want those. Granny was a what? <laughs> oh my God! People would—they would see us come in and lock the place up. Oh no, it's those. Why things. we've got ID? We've got look. We're old enough. That's right. Look at these faces. Can you not see? Oh All my right. God! That would be so much fun. It could happen, y'all. We could just show up somewhere near you, COVID or nothing, and be mm -hmm. like, "We're in the park. Come on down. Just stay away from us. Stay way far away. We got liquor. Well, you know, own. yes, that's right. See, we can do our own thing and stay socially distant. And all of course, that. we can. Yep. Let's think about it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Where do y'all want us to come? So y'all want to invite us places, and we'll come to your. What is your tacky tourist thing near where you are? Oh, I, yes, yeah, that's a good idea. Just tell us, and we'll come up. I think Sonia, Sonia, didn't you have some stuff about where you live up in Kentucky? As like the whole corridor to Mammoth Cave has all this stuff. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, you know it. I do want to see that. I do want to see that for sure. And I want to see And the world's that. largest ball of yarn. Yes. <laughs> and the giant Amish people in Pennsylvania. Have you yeah. seen those? Nope, I haven't. My my friend or my buddy on Facebook is what I should say. Uh, my new friend on Facebook, Alan, who is an old friend from grade school, believe it or not. Oh, that's sweet. And evidently a very accomplished musician. But he just put out a, a video of a miniature town in Pennsylvania. So it was a music video. Uh -huh. But this backdrop for this tiny little miniature town in Pennsylvania was uh, in the video. And I thought, well, that's an interesting Aww. place. I might want to go see that someday. You never know. Nice. Yeah, you never know. And I never get to stop it places like that when I'm traveling because That's... I just have to keep going on to wherever I'm going. Well, the next time there's no COVID going on and we feel good about it, let's go take a road trip and we'll 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 see if we can find the best french fries, the tackiest roadside joint and attraction it. and the hip hop <laughs> I mean attraction. Attraction, that's right. It's the attractions. Yeah, those roadside attractions. Attractions. Well, honestly, I think, I think we have to start out uh, at Soco Gap. Yes. And just be up there at most photograph, most photograph view in the Smokies and just be looking like, all right, there's Ghost Town, there's Sand Sand, and right down there is somebody chiefing in front of a store. Let's go. Chiefing in front of a store. That's there's got to be a t-shirt in that, too, the somewhere. things that we have had to do to make ends meet. What you doing, chiefing? I'm chiefing. My daddy did some chiefing. Now I'm doing some chiefing. And we'd be the people that'd be in the, like, old-fashioned gingham dresses with our coverlets. Yes. Here's a beautiful quilt that I handmade myself. No, ignore that thing that says it's from Japan. <laughs> no, I really did that on my grandmother's treadle sewing machine. Treadle sewing <laughs> And then you look over at the treadle sewing machine. Because we have one here, of and, course. And that was that was actually the subject that I was going to try and talk about today was uh -oh. back in back in my day. Today, yeah. What's the the fact that nobody does crafts, nobody does arts. The domestic arts are gone. It's like, do they even exist? Who I, everybody embroiders? I, everybody I know does that. 
They, do they embroider still? Yes, yes. I have not seen anybody doing that stuff. Well, our good friend Cassie. Mm-hmm. Hey, Cassie. We're going to give her a shout out. Hey, Cassie. Our good friend Cassie is embroidering everything she can get her hands on. And she just did. She had this wonderful expression, uh, practicing good peasantry. And she embroidered oh. it on something. And I'm going to embroider that on an apron. I love practice that. Practice good peasantry. I love that. Yeah. I really do like that. Well, it... Then I just don't know the right crowd of people. No, because you, well, you're with musicians; they have to be careful with their hands. The musicians that I know are artists; they're artistic. A lot of them like to paint. Uh huh. You know, I've seen a lot of that kind of crossover. Haven't seen very many musicians that do, you know, sculpting or working with clay or anything like that. But I've seen quite a few that paint. Occasionally, one or two will write. You know, but not not very often. But you're right. Musicians are kind of a different breed. Well, I'm just thinking there's things they sh- probably shouldn't do with their hands. True. Because, you know, if you play an instrument, you know, you got got to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. That's true. So they don't have to mow the yard or anything. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know about that. I'm just kidding. They just don't want to. <laughs> They'll tell you it's just not that important to them. They've got to finish that song, you know. Just, I just got, give me 20 more hours on this, yeah. and then I'll be ready to go. It won't write itself, and this is the one I feel. This is This the is one. it. This is the one that's going to make right. my fortune, and then I can go live in Nashville. That's right. And the other lie they tell themselves is that they'll remember it in the morning. I'll remember that in the morning. Uh, yeah. But that's not just true of musicians. I'm a writer. Oh, do y'all do that too? Oh, yeah. No, I'll come up with, uh-huh. oh, that's exactly the hook to start that story or start that piece I'm writing. And I'll think, oh, oh, when I get up in the morning, Poof. no, I don't remember. It doesn't Was happen. it something about a jug and a candle? <laughs> what did I think about that? Um, so. A jug and a candle. Well, I think I'm going to get going now because I'm so inspired by this discussion that I now want to go get supper. <laughs> you thought I was going to say I wanted to go take up embroidery, I'm right? inspired to eat. <laughs> I'm, I am no. always inspired to eat. I mm. love eating. This is a good time of year to, to eat. Mm-hmm. We can eat out of gardens this time of year. I feel like I want to go home and make beans and cornbread, but it's too late for that and to eat it today. Mm. So, nice. I can't be doing that. Well... I can. <laughs> All I have to do is reheat. I'm lucky. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not making from scratch. No, I can't. I can't make. At this point, it's gonna be some. Somebody's gonna be having some pasta with some pasta sauce on it, and I'm gonna be having a grilled cheese sandwich. And that sounds good too. That'll be my lunch or something. And sound easy too. Yep. All yeah. right, y'all. Send us the places we ought to come visit. Yes. That are the tackiest places in the world, and where sh- we can get some beautiful souvenirs. <laughs> and, yeah, and you know, I wouldn't mind seeing some crafts, some of these crafts no, that your friends too. do. Yeah, if there's good. something you're doing that's keeping you busy during this time, or if you have an enduring craft, something you've been doing, I would like to see it. Not that I'll try and do it. <clears throat> I'll probably just be intimidated by that thought, but I'll certainly appreciate y'all doing yeah, it. Absolutely. Show us what you've been working yep. on. We would love to see that. Yep. Y'all take care. Yes, we'll talk to you soon. Bye now. And the girls continued to talk about their travels while waiting for the storm to roll in. And time took them back to another time on the porch, a rainy summer night. 
the kind you read about in historic fictional novels. You know the ones, the bodice rippers, where there's a strong man and there's a woman there waiting for his strong arms to carry her away to a land of passion and romance. Yeah, right. So anyway, here's some good porch music to help you get your head back in the game.
for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.